So scary things happening. It's playoff baseball. Oh, I thought you meant politics. Oh, that's all right. But we are going to talk about some scary things today. Politics? Sure. Welcome to the podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock. The show where two neighbors drop by for conversations that are fun, relevant, and downright hilarious. Join them and special guests in their mission to talk about anything and everything and laugh about it no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. What's going on, loyal neighbors out there? Hello, fine folks. Welcome back to Neighbors Don't Knock. Fine folks. Fine folks. Fine folks. Okay. They are fine folks. The, everyone's a fine folk. You're, oh, I don't you're know. I've swell. met some not so fine folks. You are swell and dandy. You know, I worked really hard to bring swell back for a long time. <laughs> I bet you did. Late high school through early college, it, it just would not catch on. Well, what's your boggle? So <laughs> that's uh, nifty, Daddy O. Uh, so you guys have tuned in to Neighbors Don't Knock. Cheers, Cheers my friends. It's good to see you. Uh, it's good to see you as well. And we have a great episode for you guys going on today. We're going to be unpacking uh, some holiday drinks, and not those Christmas holiday drinks, the spooky kind. That's right, some Halloween cocktails. Can I do it? My yeah, go for Can it. it. Ooh. Spooky. <laughs> it's like an annual thing with us. So we are, we have some great ideas. I have I have a top five list of cocktails for Halloween that, it, you know, whether you hear this episode now or way down the line, hey, it's going to, you can use them anytime. You can, it's, they're not going to go out of style. There's nothing wrong with mixing up a good drink for any occasion. So. Absolutely. Uh, as, as we do quite often. <laughs> It's an occasion. <laughs> it, is an, it is an occasion. He's here uh, occasionally. I am. <laughs> uh, but we also decided, you know, it, it's Halloween. And instead of getting into the do's and don'ts and, the, you know, all the slutty pumpkin outfits out there that are going to be, you know, hitting the streets of Halloween this year, we're going to just tell you a nice little ghost story. So we hope you enjoy that. Uh, so it's going to be an episode of spookiness. I hope so, too. But before wait, wait, we get- I set you up. Oh. An episode of spookiness. Yes, spooky. <laughs> there it is. All right, now you can Okay, continue. what I was going to say is that before we get into the spooky stories and into our spooky episode, I do want to give a shout out um, to our friends over at Pod Houston. We had a great guest on the show last week, and if you haven't had a chance to catch it, please do subscribe and then go back and check out that episode. The folks here in Houston are doing really wonderful things with podcasting, and I just want to give them a little love. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we had, and actually, we can speak about this. We, we did attend an event for PodFest. It was a, a touring event about that's uh, yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, with, yeah, exactly. With uh, talking about you know what's coming up. It, it's every January in Orlando. So if you're in uh, to podcasting as a either a creator or looking to get into podcasting, it's a very cool community and worth looking into. PodFest, check them out. You, you can find them online. Uh, it's the end of January, always in Orlando, but they, it happens every year. And just some really, really unique people and creative people that you're going to run into. Um, but our contact with uh, Pod Houston was uh, the one that got us to go. And so we want to shout out to him, Ozil, what's going on, man? Um, and if you haven't checked out his episode, make sure you go back and listen to Ozil's episode. It's the real deal with Ozil. So you're going to have some fun and you're going to get a lot of knowledge, especially in the audio and podcasting world. It's plus, a good, it's plus a at good the end listen. of the episode, you're going to get a cool 
uh, possibly a sneak a Houston secret given away in that episode. I don't want, I don't want to say anything. Well, you so. have to go back and find out for yourselves. But I will tell you, I, I learned a few things at that little event we went to a couple weeks ago, and not just about podcasting, but about people in general. Something I have to remind myself now and again, if you want to network with people and if you want to introduce yourself and get chatting and figure out what they're about and kind of share what you're about, do yourself a favor. Go up to them and politely introduce yourself. Don't be that person smiling, staring at them from across the room that like every time you look, they're there and they're just kind of smiling. Well, we did say we were going to talk about some some spooky that stuff. That was spooky. <laughs> I'm not pointing fingers at anybody in particular, but honestly, gang. Eugene, you know. put the Zelda sword away. Eugene. <laughs> he, he's forever that, immortalized. That, I know, right? Eugene. Eugene. And if you don't know who we're talking about, go back and check it out. Uh, one of our past episodes, We there is a, a guy who stabs somebody with a, a replica Zelda sword. I have multiple family members named Eugene. They're probably tuning in. What? What? What did yeah. <laughs> what I do? So, sorry. For, for all you other Eugenes out there, you know, the other Eugenes. The other Eugenes. You know, that's, <laughs> that's him from now on. The other the, Eugene. The, he's the other Eugene. Damn okay, Eugene. The <laughs> other Eugene. Uh, but yeah, so... Absolutely. Good people. Check it out. Worth looking into. And join the, the if you're in the Houston area, join the Pod Houston community. So, you know, hit us up. You can email us at admin at neighborsdon'tknock.com for more information or just go to podhouston.com. Yeah, big so. shout out to H-Town. And honestly, if you're a podcaster and you're tuning into the show and you are in, in our hometown, you know, there are a lot of people out there that want to network in this industry. I didn't know that when I got into it, but there really are. Yeah. Just, Go find them. So don't be the creeper and, you know... Don't be the creeper. Don't be the creeper. Yeah, don't be the creeper. And also, you know, while you have that networking feel right now, go ahead and like, follow, and subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast so you never miss an episode with us, your favorite neighbors. Uh, All right, we're going to get into our first topic, and it's, you know... We're we're having a nice little cocktail, so let, let's have some. Let's talk a little bit of cocktails for the Halloween. Can you really call straight bourbon with no ice a cocktail? Yes, you can. Such a spirit. Just a drink. Spirits. There See, you go. Spirits. Ooh, Ooh, good one. Nice one. Okay, so I I was out scouring around looking for themed drinks. Oh, you, you know, you are very good at that. You're very good at sort of like like doing the Google, doing the Google thing, the, the main yeah. matrixing my way. Well, I, I picture your screen being all those little green letters <laughs> scrolling down. I'm just looking at numbers. It just it looks like lines, but it's it's numbers. You're just looking at Trinity. Yeah, there you go. All right, so our Halloween drink uh, list that I have that I found there were so many out there. Oh yeah. So I narrowed it down to. I say it like I'm surprised. Really? Really? I know, right? Like someone could create so many drinks. Phil. I, <laughs> I narrowed it down to. Five, uh, with some honorable mentions. Okay. Okay. So now these are drinks that you obviously can go out and make. You can probably find them out there online. Uh, the first one, it, because it doesn't ever feel like Halloween without this movie. So this was a cocktail inspired by Hocus Pocus. So the first Hocus Pocus, not the second Hocus Pocus. I haven't seen the second one yet, so no. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't either. Uh, But it's called Another Glorious Morning Hocus Pocus Cocktail, and it's basically the line that Winnie says, "Another glorious morning makes me sick." That's the line. So it's called Another Glorious Morning Hocus Pocus Cocktail, and it is very, very simple. Um, It looks really cool, but it's black raspberry, sparkling ice, and vodka. 
and it looks really, really neat. This is kind of like Hocus Pocus. It looks really cool, but it has no substance whatsoever. Hey, man, I like that movie. <laughs> I dig a little bit of Hocus Pocus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I, I, you can say it out loud, man. The microphone's right there. You can go ahead and say it. <laughs> you, you the, were you a big Simpsons fan? I, I was for a little while. Do you remember when, when Otto comes across a Bette Midler song on the radio? No. He goes, oh, no, <laughs> Bette Midler. That's about how I feel about Bette Midler. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, Bette Midler aside, I still, I still, dig, I still dig that movie. We watched it recently. Uh, my daughter hadn't seen it, so we checked it out, and then she loved it. So yeah, exactly. So it, now, it, now so you have to like it. It so has you, staying power. I'm going to give it that. So yeah. well done there. Uh, I mean, Midler. yeah. Anyway, so Disney. so that's kind of a neat drink. Um, now this next one, it is uh, pretty much what it sounds like. It's called Vampire's Kiss Cocktail. Okay, and you're basically having a red martini, and you can give it a little spin by putting, you know, a little piece of uh dry ice in there oh, at so the bottom it so a, yeah so it has like the yeah so it looks like blood and then it's like the the foamy or the you know smoking or whatever effect um the chamber scene the phantom of the hopper yeah there we go and then you dress the rim with red sugar like a red sugar rim and then you put a again the, the dry ice and then just bubbles over and it looks like you're having like a nice little blood that sounds blood martini. Like fun. So that, that, that sounds that's like a fun, fun. Co- it's a fun cocktail. Not gonna find that at TGI Fridays, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's not enough flair in the world to get that cocktail there. All right. The next one, now this one was sticking on the blood theme. I thought was done well only if you do it in its presentation. It's not the drink, but it's bloody Mary syringes. So you just get a bunch of those. You know those syringes, the uh, the suction cup ones. You know, not the ones that you find in your local park. We need yes. to go out and purchase. <laughs> Please don't. Um, yes, you get those. I think they're like the not the nose syringe, but you know what I'm talking about the medicine ones. Uh, and you get just a bunch of them, and you just kind of do like Bloody Mary shots in the syringes, and you put them on a platter with the uh, ice. And then you go around and serve it, which is kind of cool. That's kind of cool. So, I'm picturing like shot girls going and like squirting them in people's mouths with like dress up as little, you know, attractive vampires. Well, yeah, you they, that would ha- in college that happens year round. <laughs> so college, they <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever. So anyway, but it's kind of a fun little twist. So if you want to offer someone who's not necessarily drinking a lot, and they, you know, you like a Bloody Mary, and you, you know, you can make Bloody Marys however you want. You can make them spicy. You can make them sweet. It's really to your liking. Sure, um, you can kill Mary. Yeah, or you. Or you could really get Mary's blood and put it in a syringe. No, we're just kidding. Is that right? line in My Blue Heaven? <laughs> yeah, make me the drink that, you know, the night that Mary was killed. I think it's called the Bloody Mary. Yeah, right there, there you go. Okay, so hold on. I have another one. This one was for you specifically. Oh, I did. Oh. I did this one Hang for on. you. Let me pull my shoulders back and represent good posture as I'm at attention. I'm very excited. Oh, tell okay. Me, tell me. So this one, this cocktail is called Nightmare on Bourbon Street. Hmm. So it's kind of like Washington Avenue in Houston, Texas. (laughs) I guess so. Basically, it's you use cinnamon sugar on the rim. Uh, You use bourbon, your choice of bourbon, uh, lemon juice, apple cider, and then real maple syrup, and then a teaspoon of fresh grated ginger, and then ground cinnamon on top of that. And then you put... Five ounces of sparkling hard honey crisp apple cider. Oh. And then you put a oh. cinnamon stick in it. So it's like it's got this like sweet bitter, you know, it's it's like the the sweet bitter 
taste well, going listen, on. Well, I'm, listen, I'm flattered that that made you think of me. Well, really, the name. Yeah, because it definitely makes me think heartburn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah at Apple Cider, really, you lost me. It looks really cool, though. It, it, it looks really neat. So, But yeah. that, was, that was a fun one that you can do. Okay. Um, all right. My next one is Gravedigger Cocktail. Oh, I like the Gravedigger. This brings back all the, like the monster truck days of the eighties. I knew you were gonna go back right to the monster truck because I did too originally. Who doesn't? I mean, you said Gravedigger. Well, a lot of people don't actually. Um, <laughs> That'd be like saying you say Bigfoot and people think of Sasquatch. No, they think of a big blue truck rolling over Volkswagen Beetles. Well, maybe uh, you know, but this one is I thought was really pretty simple. Gravedigger. Uh, it, it now the glass looks really cool because if you get like that they had the, that I found this in because it, it's like one of those hand claws, you know, so it's it's kind of cool if you do that. And this one smokes too. And and again, all these cocktails you can make to your liking using whatever you want. Um, but the simple you can ignore them completely and go with a classic martini or a glass of straight bourbon. Not know, at Halloween, my, uh, man. No, not at Halloween. You got to do something fun. You got to yeah. so you have there's tequila. You have mezcal tequila, spiced apple cider again, lemon juice. Um, you have rosemary and orange bitters, ginger beer, um, and that and that's kind of about it. But it's 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 not as heavy as the the uh, other one. Um, that we were we were just talking about the uh, bloody or a nightmare on Bourbon Street. Yeah, yeah. It's not there's not as much sugar in in that one. No, it's got to be a little dark. It's grave digger. Yeah, it needs to be. Yeah. So those were those were my top serious. those were my top five that I found that I, and and I kind of rated them in top five as presentation as much as interest with the name as well as what if they even sounded good so it's kind of a three-part rating system well that's, so, that's very well thought it's very thorough of you so i i know i know i but like that Do you I, have an honorable mention i did i have this, two yeah. honorable mentions because there was there was a couple runners up i know okay one was called death in the afternoon okay i like this one already that's a great title. <laughs> you do like this one already? Yeah. You're like, I could do Long death, day at work. death in the afternoon. Yeah. Hey, Phil, what'll it be? Like, you mean death in the yeah. afternoon? <laughs> oh, sure, coming right up. <laughs> um, so I really dug this one as far as it's like a green drink. Um, and this is, it, so it looks really kind of cool. It's a combination of absinthe and sparkling wine. Uh, and his flavor is, is apparently very delightful. And so, it, But the, this is the only reason that I had it as an honorable mention, because Word. it has the black licorice taste, like apparently, and I don't like black licorice. Fan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you're a fan of black licorice, this Death one. Death in the afternoon to you, sir. <laughs> exactly, right? Um, so this, this could be your drink. This could be it. So I put that as an honorable mention. It's a really neat looking drink. It has that kind of monster green okay. you know feel I, I to dig it. it i like absinthe. and you serve I dig it, it you serve it in the little martini glass or whatever now i i have had absinthe before i don't know if you've ever, ever have, had it yeah. so yeah, yeah so it, it doesn't have a very good taste to it i and, actually and, like and absinthe i i did it with the sugar cube the whole yeah yeah that whole deal so um we were in prague and we did tried it out so they did it the uh Wow, how the locals do it. I, I don't know if that was good Whatever. or not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, it's all such a stick at this point. Yeah, I, mean. I know. All right. So my last one is very simple. It is the haunted pumpkin patch margarita. Oh, I was gonna ask why we never have pumpkin in cocktails. You always find it in like oh, the there's Starbucks a, drinks. I actually had and to cookies. No, I had to actually weave those out because there was a lot of pumpkin flavored cocktails that I was really? finding. Yeah, that I didn't realize wow. how many people did a pumpkin flavored cocktail. Wow, society has really peaked. The other one that I kind of slid out of this spot was the candy corn martini. But I felt like to me that would have been a little too sweet. But it, it looked very cool because the candy corn is very iconic, you know, with the 
fall colors and mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, but it, this one just looked the it just looked a lot more intriguing. Um, and you have pumpkin butter, apple cider, tequila, orange liqueur, ginger beer, and then. Uh, you can put, you know, a little bit of sugar. That actually, sounds kind of good in there with some cinnamon, and they I'm even a use a pinch guy, of Kanye pepper. Ooh, so I like gives, that. So, and then you can use pomegranate juice for the rim. Yeah, you know, so it gets a, it, you have a little bit of little tang and spice in there. So, my favorite part about everything that you just did is that you said Kanye pepper. I know, I, I, I. I no, they've changed it to I know, yay. It's to, yay, to, pepper yay pepper now. Not, I, yeah. I realize I did that when I said, uh, when I, I can't even say it correctly now. Uh, I think I actually, cayenne, cayenne pepper. I, right, you, you've heard it here on Neighbors Don't Knock. I think that Kanye, we need to rename cayenne pepper cayenne to pepper, Kanye, Kanye pepper Kanye and then pepper. just cross out the con. And, that'd be great labeling, but right? Yay pepper. Yay pepper. Actually, yay, that's... Yay pepper. Can we get... Hey, yay. Yay, yay West. Can, <laughs> yay. can you sue us over this or can we do this? Because I'm, I'm like, interested all of You know, sudden. my favorite thing is that you, ha- you had to look straight at the camera to be like, we should we should ask him. Like He's, he's listening. Like he's right in the camera. He's <laughs> Brian Chambers, I guarantee you that Yay West sits in a room that looks like a bat cave with like 50,000 televisions. And we don't even YouTube have time channels. to unpack about what's going on with that yeah. dude. That's, that's truly spooky. That is. That, that's something for another day. Yeah. But, but anyway. Pepper's a good idea so what do you think I, w- I want you to post up should we should we pursue this should we pursue neighbors or don't should knock, i just yay, continue pepper? practicing how to pronounce it correctly um <laughs> that's really good okay so there those are my top five uh there's a lot of other cocktails out there that you can make you know let us know what your favorite cocktail is do you you i i know you're kind of a straight martini guy do you don't you don't Bombay sapphire martini up lemon twist like what i know that's it. like any holiday that's you would prefer to have that oh, over yeah. anything any okay. day hot run okay you you wouldn't do a theme Bombay sapphire drink, martini like a polar bear shot or anything like at christmas or? I, you know i'm i'm i've just never really been a, a themed drink kind of guy for two reasons one they tend to be pretty sweet and okay. i don't really like very sweet drinks and two they take a long time to make. Yeah. And for, I don't for... like waiting for a drink. Oh, okay. Right? Well, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, the straight bourbon, easy to pour. It's right in front of you. Uh, the Bombay Sapphire Martini thing, it takes 10 seconds longer, but well, it's still a pretty quick shake. And... You know that you. it's been said that you could have a drink in your hand while another one's being made. I, I frequently do. <laughs> um <laughs> I appreciate okay. you bringing that up. But for yeah. you guys, let us know, what is your favorite drink? Do you have a favorite Halloween cocktail? I'd love to hear it. You know, share, post up, send us a picture, a recipe. Maybe we'll even try it out. So. Indeed. And, and these are not cries for help, by the way. I just enjoy uh, no. <laughs> I just enjoyed my time. <laughs> All right. Let's get into our next segment. And this I, I'm a little excited about, but we are going to st- uh, read a little bit of a scary story. Oh, I'm going to let you take the lead on it because you found this one. I did find yeah. this one. This was submitted uh, via Reddit by the name was Scoop Whoop. Scoop whoop? Yeah. Yo, scoop whoop. <laughs> so yeah, from he's Reddit. watching. So, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's always watching. Always watching. He's always watching. Uh, so anyway, so we're going to read a little bit of a scary story. It's a very short, scary story, but to me, it kind of, yeah, it gave me a little chill. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy this, and I'm going to set the mood here. Ooh. Are you scared? I am. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if I had this all rigged up right, the lights would come down. Or they flat weave lightning effects. Yeah, we could do that. So this is called The Chair. 
When my sister Betsy and I were kids, our family lived for a while in a charming old farmhouse. We loved exploring its dusty corners and climbing the apple tree in the backyard. But our favorite thing was the ghost. We called her Mother because she seemed so kind and nurturing. Some mornings, Betsy and I would wake up and on each of our nightstands, we'd find a cup that hadn't been there the night before. Mother had left them there, worried that we'd get thirsty during the night. She just wanted to take care of us. Among the home's original furnishings was an antique wooden chair, which we kept against the back wall of the living room. Whenever we were preoccupied watching TV or playing a game, Mother would inch that chair forward across the room toward us. Sometimes she managed to move it all the way to the center of the room. We always felt sad putting it back against the wall. Mother just wanted to be near us. Years later, long after we moved out, I found an old newspaper article about the farmhouse's original occupant, a widow. She'd murdered her two children by giving them each a cup of poisoned milk before bed. Then she hung herself. The article included a photo of the farmhouse's living room with a woman's body hanging from the beam. Beneath her, knocked over, was that old wooden chair placed exactly in the center of the room. Okay, what did you think? Was it scary enough? Um, That's a pretty freaky story. I mean, you know, it it, it wasn't it wasn't like a jumping thing. And and I think that is uh, really neat that people would post stories. And and I found a bunch of really short stories on there. And some of them were a little disturbing that I I actually don't think I can read uh, out loud after reading them (laughs) like silently. Two of them will soon be turned into DC comic films, actually, the DC universe. You think so? No. No. <laughs> Is that what everyone's hoping for? Oh, I found this great script on Reddit. <laughs> you know? I mean, we're not going to even get into talking about Blade right now. What so. isn't on Reddit? I know. Everything is on Reddit. But this was a series of short stories that I, that I found. Uh, this was somebody created this web page, and people posted them, and I found them very intriguing. But I don't know if you like scary stories or ghost stories i think it's always neat to be able to tell one i get scared more of the little thriller things like this versus the jump out stuff i mean yes you can jump out and scare somebody but the psychological aspect of it man that that's where it kind of messes with me because i i have a i have trouble watching movies like that i can't i can't do the whole horror movies and i I can't do the slasher ones because it's just gross to me yeah, not yeah. because it not because i can't watch it it just i'm just like mad nah, uh but like those psychedelic ones mess with me so much yeah i have sleeping problems as is so i don't really need uh any of those films in my life personally it just ugh. yeah no so and but anyway for you guys i 
I hope you enjoyed that little short story. Um, I don't know if you're a fan of scary stories. We are apparently not, but every once in a while, a, a calm one. <laughs> with, with with large studio lights on, we're not in the dark. <laughs> I, I, I like it that you're that you're actually expressing concern about whether our viewers and our listeners enjoyed that because honestly, it, it's like if you're British, it's like, piss off if you don't like that. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, I thought it would be nice. So you can just fuck off, right? <laughs> All right. So uh, so you have a lot of different stories, and you tend to have more of these experiences, we'll call it, that happen to you that. Don't really happen to me. Do you want to? Do you want to share one? So we we had the. I'll share. We had one. the fic, the fiction, and now sure. we do the nonfiction. I'll okay. share a true life spooky story for this Halloween, and and you know this actually happened to me when I was a kid. So we can't blame those Bombay Sapphire martinis or the glasses of bourbon for this one. Do you do you need theme music, or are you good without? It, you know your call. You want to do? You want to do we music? can do some theme let's music. Some, yeah, let's, let's do, do some, some theme. Music. All right, let's make it spooky. Here we go. Oh, yeah, I love that. I love that rustling wind as it comes in. So it was a dark and stormy night. When I was a kid, we had a house in Ludlow, Vermont. And Ludlow, Vermont is where uh, Okimo Mountain is, the ski mountain. It's one of the smaller mountains in Vermont, but it's near, um, like, Killington, places like that. And what we would do is every summer, we would go spend a week or two up in Ludlow to do some mountain biking, hang out, you know, camping, swimming, picnicking, that kind of stuff. It was really pretty. And... My buddy Brian, who was my closest friend growing up, he's been on the show before, actually, in our first season, um, he would come with me on most of these trips. And when you're coming up around the mountain to get up to our house from town, and town is sort of where you have to do everything, so this one mountain road is frequently utilized, um, there's a big rock face on, on the mountain, and you, you kind of have to hug it with the car to get around. It's a very narrow road, classic winding New England, Vermont mountain road, right? And when you go out, it's sort of like, you know, it's all you can see as you're coming around kind of deal. And there's like moss all over it and trees growing out of it. It's just part of the part of the mountainside. So we're going to the house one day at the beginning of our trip one summer. And as we're passing this rock face, I get that icy cold chill down my spine. You know, hair on my neck, stand straight up. I just kind of go into a slight panic. And I looked over and I saw that Brian was having the exact same reaction. And he looked at me with this completely panicked look, you know. And he's like, do you feel that? I said, yeah, I feel it. We're in the back of my parents' old Suburban. Well, get the house, you know, kind of don't think much of it. Kind of passes and we go about our day. After lunch, we jump on our mountain bikes. And we're heading down that same road. Come around the corner and Brian locks up the rear wheel of his bike. It goes flying out from underneath him. He goes wickedly crashing down the side of this mountain. I stop. I go running after him. Say, What's wrong? What's wrong? He goes, look, 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 look. And he points up at that rock face. And in huge spray-painted lettering across the rock face, beneath all the old mold, all the old trees, all the leaves, chipped off old paint, it says Phil and Brian. Angus Cliff in red paint. We completely lost our wigs, as you can imagine. I've been passing this rock face my entire childhood for seven, eight years, over and over again. It was not there. Brian screams, I scream, we get on the bikes, we go riding back to the house, tell my parents, we were about 11 years old, 
God bless my parents. Their first thing is, boys, have you been doing drugs? <laughs> okay. 11 years old. Finally convinced my father to go out and take a look. He comes down, drives us in the car in the Suburban, pulls over. He goes completely white, completely wide-eyed. It's still there. I said, Dad, someone's got to be messing with us. I've never seen this before. He's like, I've never, ever seen anything like this before. And my dad's not a practical joker. He's not involved in something like this. So we all go up to it and we take a look at these letters. And these letters are seven, eight feet tall each. Climb up there, take a look. It is old paint. I mean, I'm talking about like layers of years of, of moss geez. and stuff growing over it. Week later, when we leave, it's gone. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's that's that that's a little creepy. It's yeah. A little creepy. Yeah. You ever ever want to go back and check it? We have. We went back for years to check it. And it was, ne- it was just never there again. One week, five-ish days. Either someone pranked you really well. Or like it was a cross-dimensional bleed or something. I don't yeah, know. I don't you know. know. I don't I don't Phil know. Phil and Brian, Angus Cliff and Brian, buddy. I know you're a fan of the show. If you want to call in and talk about that one, you feel free. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it's one of my one of my better ones. Okay. Unexplainable All right. event you know, it's in so, Phil Goffrey's life. It's so funny that you have so many. I've never had an experience like that. Not aside from something like, I think I heard something, or but I've never experienced this. You know, see, I've seen something that was wasn't there, you know, and it just appeared, yeah. or or seen another spirit or person, you know, from another life or anything, anything like that. That I've never had experiences or anything like that, and and I know some people have them frequently. In fact, last season we had a, a real Ghostbuster on our uh, our our show a couple seasons back. Actually, yeah. go check out that. Uh, that episode, the real Ghostbuster, uh, where she was, you know, finding and and I guess she was pleasing these or find, uh, studying pleasing these, them, pleasing this. The, the, not like I'm thinking out Ray from Ghostbusters and that scene and the, the thing, but I'm I thinking like <laughs> she was just kind of trying to find out what their purpose was for being there, right? Yeah, yeah. Like their, I guess the purpose is is the yeah. That was a fun episode. Go back and check it out. And actually, I owed her a few of my stories. So if she's listening, that's one of the stories I owe her. So if I find that in a book, I'm suing. I'm gonna get yay to go yay. after you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, I've got a few of these stories in my pocket, and I'll put something out to the listeners if you don't mind. If you all would like to hear any more of my unexplainable stories, mostly from my childhood and uh, teenage years oh uh, we'll post it we'll, we'll do a bit we'll do a separate video okay you can reach yeah. out i want to hear about it either in the comments below or you can reach out on our pod inbox and i'll make it a contest if we can raise fifty dollars on pod inbox Ooh. i will tell my most creepy of all the stories Ooh, an exclusive. An exclusive. exclusive. So if you guys are wanting to find out how to do that, you go to podinbox.com slash neighbors don't knock, and you can record an audio message as well as leave a gift for the show. You can. Or if you want to uh, you know, go a different avenue, if you want to comment uh, in the comments below, you can reach, to us, uh, reach out to us Excuse me, on PayPal. Admin at neighborsdon'tknock.com is our PayPal handle. So yeah, and we free. want to thank you, all the listeners, uh, just for tuning in. Well, I think that we are going to jump right to our last thing, and that is, of course, 
our neighborly advice, which is not really spooky. I I just couldn't change I couldn't change our neighborly advice music. I don't think it, that's sacred. You, you, our neighborly advice music I, is sacred. I, yeah. I just couldn't change that to something spooky. I tried to maybe do a remix yeah, or something be in like there. Inviting stigmata or something <laughs> yeah. to happen to you. You know, uh, it's it's really simple. This year, you know, when you are out there, be safe. Travel in groups. So if you go trick or treating, whether you are going like taking your kids or you yourself as a large child like me decides to dress up and go trick-or-treating, uh, you know, whatever the case may be, just make sure that you stay in groups, be safe, and check your candy before you eat it. Uh, that includes adults when you're starting to raid your kids' candy, you know, check it as well. I so. like that. I like that. And as a father, I can speak from uh, experience in Halloween crowded city streets for trick-or-treating. Never hurts to have a couple of Band-Aids in your pocket for the skin knees because the sidewalks can be a little bit uneven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, are you taking, you're taking your daughter to retreating this Every year? Every year. Yeah, okay. I will be coming over when that stash comes back to the house to to get my, I, I, my cut. <laughs> <laughs> you're like the sheriff of Nottingham. You're like, taxes are due, Goffreys. Chloe comes to hell. You are, Mr. Chambers. I, I only want the full candy bars. I told you, I don't want the half ones. None of the fun sizes. Yeah. You better have so, some paydays in there, yeah, pun intended. You know? That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so I hope you guys are going to have a great and safe Halloween out there. Uh, you know, let your neighbors know what's going on if something looks odd. You know, it's it's one of those it's one of those nights, one of those days, you know. So I agree. All right, well, I think we've exhausted this one a little bit too much at this point with some scary, spooky stories. Bill and Brian, Angus Cliff, you're not going to sleep at night, buddy, um, I'm telling you. Well, you know what? Before we get out of here, the only thing that freaks me out about that slightly, or gives me pause, I should say, is the fact that it's Brian. Right, but just now, share the name. Yeah. yeah, we just share the name, and now that's happening that many years ago then, and now we're here and the story's coming back out. And I believe, you know, did you ever think you'd be telling that story? No, no, I didn't. Again, see? The... Maybe maybe you were Angus in a different life. Ooh. <laughs> Let's get out of here a little bit. <laughs> uh, anyway, subscribe to the podcast. We drop new episodes every Friday. Like and follow us on the YouTube channel. Man, it's, yeah. been, it's been a good week. It has been a good week. Everybody... Happy Halloween. Stay safe out there. Enjoy it. And be good to the kids. They live for it every year. Peace out. No Halloween costumes this year? I'm in my Halloween <laughs> costume. It's food. <laughs> <laughs>